Go for the midnight cares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Hey, everybody, I told you we'd be back, and I kept my promise once again. This is the Jacob Media YouTube channel. This is Draft Takes. It is presented by IBEW Local 98. Mark Lynch, your business manager. I'm Derek Gunn. And, of course, uh, Howie Roseman being Howie Roseman, he can't stand still. He's got to fidget with things. Uh, the Eagles went into round number six with picks number 188 and 198. 198 but, oh, no, Howie somehow, someway makes a move. And he moves up to 181 in the sixth round. And with that pick, he takes linebacker uh, Kyron Johnson out of Kansas, a smaller linebacker, six foot, about 235 pounds. So to discuss that particular pick and also uh, the Eagles draft overall, I've brought in uh, a good friend and colleague for many years. He was a football guy for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Right now he's writing occasionally for NJ.com. Les Bowen, how you doing, my man? Great, DG. How are you? Good, man. Hey, hey, uh, all right, so how much or how little do you know about this Kyron Johnson out of Kansas? Six foot, 235. All I know is that he was a three-year starter at Kansas. Yeah. Well, a quick Google search uh, <laughs> uh, revealed that, uh, yeah, he's apparently got a, a good many sacks at Kansas, yeah. but yeah. he's not going to be a pass rusher. He's going to have to be a, It's at that size. He's going to have to be a like a, a Sam linebacker in a 4-3. Um, he didn't win a whole lot of games against us, but he did start a lot of them. Uh, he's, he's rated, I think, uh, by the NFL is uh, the NFL.com site is like a fifth round type guy. They got him in the sixth, right? Uh, a backup type linebacker who plays special teams, you know, and that's kind of what you're looking for at this point in the draft. The fact that they traded up to take him makes me think that they, you know, they have some, they expect him to make the team, I guess. You know? mm. um, other than that, I don't know a whole lot. I am very glad that Howie made this. Uh, I think every I speak for everyone here in the media house at NovaCare. Yeah. Uh, Howie traded, got rid of his only seventh round pick, Derek. Yeah. And we've been here for three days. Yeah. And now there's no seventh round pick. And if he adds a seventh round pick, I might jump out the window. <laughs> I don't know. But. Uh, Right now, we're done with this after the sixth round. One more pick, and uh, that sounds pretty good. You know, it's funny. We 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 criticized and chastised this Eagles organization for years for neglecting the linebacking position, and, and I think Howie has hurt us. I mean, he goes out and gets, uh, um, you know, Hassan Riddick, you know, who can put his hand in the dirt, can also stand up as well. Kazir White, he brought in as well. He's drafted to Kobe Dean. Now he's drafted another linebacker in Kyron Johnson up. Um, I, I think we can no longer, no longer make fun of the deficiency at the backer position. Yeah, we're going to have to move on to corner uh, <laughs> or maybe safety. Uh, you know, the the Eagles, yeah, we've had the Jerry Robinson clock for many years. Yeah, yeah. Jerry Robinson being the last linebacker the Eagles took in the first round in 1979. Well, we can start the Lido Shepard clock now. It's been 20 years and counting since the Eagles took a corner in the first round. Uh, everybody thinks corner is yeah, a premier position. Usually you get your Pro Bowl type guys in the first or second round. There's some exceptions, you know, like uh, sure. Richard Sherman. But, you know, by and large, you use high draft picks on those guys. The Eagles, last time they used a second on, on a corner was Sidney Jones five mm. years ago. 
And, uh, you know, there's nobody uh, – they have a bunch of guys they say they like on their roster. They drafted a fourth-round corner last year, Zach McPherson. Yeah. Uh, they like him. I don't know. You know, it, it, we'll see. Um, I, I would think, you know, last year they, they did a good job of finding Steven Nelson for one year, one year deal and free agency. Sure. Maybe there's somebody like that again out there. Uh, obviously fans at, at the safety position, fans are all over the possibility of Tyron Matthew, the honey badger. I don't know if that's going to happen. It seems pretty mm-hmm. logical at this point. They really do have two gaping holes there in starting positions in their secondary. And, you know, the guy they draft with this last pick of the sixth round isn't going to fill them. <laughs> hey, when you look at the defense overall, though, I know they still have a glaring deficiency at the safety and a cornerback position. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the, how the complexion of the defense has changed in the front seven, do you like what you're finally seeing with this defense? Yeah, you know, they have definitely made some improvements. I mean, uh, you add in Jordan Davis. I yeah. mean, that's You've got Fletcher Cox's replacement. You've got a guy who can certainly play, you know, a lot of snaps this year right off the bat. You don't, he's not going to need, you know, a lot of you know, scheme type right. uh, work to play his, to do what he does. Um, yeah, you mentioned Kazir White. Sure. Uh, you know, Hassan Reddick, uh, there's been, you know, it, it ought to be a better defense. It really should. Yeah. If they can get those two starting positions nailed down with somebody who's not like a practice squad type type player. Um, well, I think we'll see a little more this year of what Jonathan Gannon really wants to do with the defense. Right. We weren't really sure what we were watching last year. We saw a lot of different stuff, and a lot of it wasn't very impressive. A lot of it was very vanilla. But he was using he was playing with Jim Schwartz's players, mm-hmm. you know, and now that he maybe has more of the kind of guys he wants, maybe we'll see something different. We can hope anyway. You know, that was my next question to you, um, you know, w- with a Jonathan Gannon. Uh, w- what can we really expect now? Was that his philosophy from 2021 or because yeah. he was so-called handcuffed by inheriting players more so than being able to have some input in terms of what? type of players he liked at the D tackle, the outside edge, Mm -hmm. things like that. Well, now is he all of a sudden going to change that philosophy moving ahead in 2022? Yeah, I wish I knew. I mean, it's not like he has ever been a coordinator anywhere else. And you can say, well, when he was in charge of the defense here, they did X, you know, he's, he's, he's run secondaries before, but he's never run a whole defense. So, and he hasn't really been forthcoming about stuff like that. So we don't, get a chance to talk to him like during this it would be wonderful if they brought Jonathan Gannon up there to talk about his defense but you know that's a why that's a at least a few weeks off probably um yeah I'm I'm real interested to see I really am uh because I didn't it it got better last year when he started listening to some of his veteran players about what they did best but you know we still don't know what he wants to do (laughs) Are you as shocked as, as all of us that a kid like Nicobe Dean drops all the way to the third round? And then you hear all the stories about yeah. the mis the misinformation out there uh, with the pec injury. And he says he was never told by anybody he needed surgery and things like that. I mean, we know football can be a dirty business and, and teams yeah. try to get players to drop. But I mean, that caught that rumor cost this young man millions of dollars. Yeah. And we don't know yet, you know, whether this is, 
totally something that blew up out of nothing or if yeah. he really does need surgery. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Eagles are emphatic they doesn't need surgery. They've they say they've doctors have checked frontwards, backwards, sideways, sure. you know. Uh, you see these things in the draft, but usually it's not this much of a mystery. Usually there's uh, it's one or the other. You know, it's either we teams looked into it and weren't worried about it. Uh, and the teams that had the updated information were were satisfied mm -hmm. or a guy just like you remember Chris Polk, the running back they had yes. uh, many years ago. He fell totally out of the draft because he had a shoulder that uh, doctors told teams, you know, he's not going to play very long. And he right, didn't, right. you know, and he knew that. Uh, and, and same thing with Jay Ajay and his knee. You know, he came out of college with a knee that uh, already had arthritis in it. And doctors mm. said, you know, he'll be a good player, but maybe until about he's 25 or so, you know, and that was the way it went for Jay Ajay. And we could be seeing something like that here. I don't know that. Yeah. But Nicobe Dean did have shoulder surgery last year. He's a mm -hmm. kind of a small linebacker who plays a very aggressive, hard hitting style. And maybe it's just the sum of all the, you know, the intrigue and the surgery last year. Maybe teams are just looking at him and saying, you know, he's for first, second round. You want a guy who's going to be a starter for years. And yeah. we don't know that he's going to hold up. Teams hate to pay money for guys that aren't playing. That's one mm -hmm. thing I've learned covering this. You know, they really take that kind of stuff very, very seriously. The the guy who's a great player when he's healthy and isn't ever healthy is is worth nothing, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's what we're talking about. I hope, you know, obviously I hope N'Kobe Dean is, you know, plays 15 years in the NFL and, mm -hmm. and is a Hall of Famer. But uh, it's very interesting that this happened. And I think we probably haven't heard the last of it. Hey, last standby. This this sixth round is moving by fast and furious. They're already through uh, pick number one eighty six. Of course, the Eagles have another Alrighty. pick. Uh, I believe at uh, one ninety eight. It is yes. They they're staying at one ninety eight as we know it right now. We're gonna come back to you in a few moments after the uh, Eagles pick at, at one ninety eight and get your perspective real quick on that one as well. Is I want to ask you a few more about uh, questions about the Eagles draft. So I appreciate you you being a Great. part of our coverage here on Jacob Media Channel. And I'll talk to you soon, my friend. Okay, DG. Take care. All right. Uh, we're going to come back in a short while from now. Uh, once again, this is Draft Takes on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. It is presented by IBEW Local 98. Mark Lynch is your business manager. Uh, continue to smash that like button. And more importantly, continue to subscribing to the Jacob Media channel. I'm Derek Gunn. We'll be right back shortly after the Eagles pick it 198. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org. 